This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. Good evening, everyone. It's time for Ham Talk Live. It's episode number 246, Com Academy 2021 Online, recorded live on Thursday, February 11th, 2021. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we're joined by Tim Helming, WT1IM. He's the public information officer of the Com Academy, and we'll take your calls live a little later in the show. Last week, Jack Dominic was here from the National Voice of America Museum of Broadcasting to talk about some of their new virtual tours that are available on their website at voamuseum.org. So check that out. And if you missed that show, you can listen anytime at hamtalklive.com or on your favorite podcast app. And we're also available over on YouTube as well. And you can catch the rebroadcast of Ham Talk Live every Saturday afternoon about 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time on WTWW. That's 5085 a.m. out of the Nashville, Tennessee area. Again, that's 5085 a.m., 5.085, and it's Saturday afternoons. All right, well, a couple of things coming up. The uh, Orlando Hamcation Special Edition, or as I like to call it, Hamcation SE, uh, is coming up this weekend, and the webinars are from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Time at hamcation.com. You need to sign up for those in advance, so make sure you do that. Uh, make sure they don't fill up. And then the QSO party is going to take place from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. on Saturday only. So Saturday is the QSO party, and then webinars 10 to 4 on both Saturday and Sunday. But uh, if you want to get on the QSO party, it's 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern on Saturday, and uh, there's a string of one-by-one call signs that uh, I noticed just came out uh in the uh, AR letter a few hours ago and uh, some more information. So make sure you check that out at hamcation.com. Also coming up uh, a little bit later uh, in March, the 13th and 14th is the QSO today, virtual ham expo early bird tickets are $10 and they're doing air meet now, which uh, lets you do some virtual chatting. So there's some hallway meetups and, you can actually get some video with uh, some of the exhibitors and 
take orders and answer questions and, and see demos and that kind of thing with the live video chat uh, inside of the Virtual Ham Expo. So make sure you check that out and get your questions ready to go for Tim. If you're listening to us live on Thursday night, you can give us a call after the interview by calling 859-982-7373. We'll give out that number again here in just a minute so you can write it down or punch it in and have it ready to go. Um, It's not time to call just yet, but uh, after we uh, talk to Tim for a bit, we'll open up the phone lines and we'll announce that. But the phone number to call when that happens, once again, is 859 982 7373. You can also tweet us. You can tweet anytime on uh, Twitter. It's at Ham Talk Live. And if you're on Spreaker, you can type in the comments. And uh, I'll be watching those throughout the evening as I can while we're doing the show. So I'll be back with Tim right after this word from ICOM right here on ham talk live love is on the air at icom with this sweetheart of a package it's the ic705 the perfect sidekick for hams that like to enjoy what both the great indoors and outdoors have to offer. It's the perfect QRP companion, base station features and functionality at the tip of your fingers in a portable package covering HF 6 meters, 2 meters, and 70 centimeters. This compact rig weighs in at just over 2 pounds with RF direct sampling for most of the HF band and IF sampling for frequencies above 25 megahertz. It has a 4.3 inch color touchscreen with live band scope and waterfall, runs 5 watts with a battery, 10 watts with a power supply, CW, AM, FM, sideband, full D-Star functions, a micro USB connector, Bluetooth, wireless LAN, integrated GPS, a micro SD card slot, and a speaker mic comes standard and it supports QRP and QRP portable operations. And the perfect accessory for the 705 is the now available optional backpack LC192 with a special compartment for your IC705 and room for accessories for soda activations or just a day in the park. Some other accessories include a QRP portable magnetic antenna, standard battery, a lithium ion battery pack, micro USB cable, USB-C to micro USB cable, a DC power cable, a compact lapel push to talk Bluetooth with earphone, a desktop tray, and the antenna tuner is coming soon. And there's free software available to download, the programming software, the Android app, the terminal mode access point mode application, and the smartphone picture utility for Android, iOS, and Windows. And the RSBA1 IP remote control software is sold separately. Visit icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on ICOM radios. A flashlight is a case for holding dead batteries. Now, here's Neil Rapp with more Ham Talk Live. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live tonight. Tim Helming, WT1IM, joins us on the Orlando Amateur Radio Club and Hamcation Zoom line. Tim caught the radio bug as a little kid and has been a ham for 
nearly 30 years. He currently operates nearly DC to daylight, HF through 5 gigahertz on Hamwan. And uh, throughout his ham career, Tim has had an interest in emergency communications and public service. In addition to operating on air, he serves as the PIO for the Seattle Auxiliary Communication Service and Com Academy. So, Tim, welcome to Ham Talk Live. Hey, Neil, it's great to be here. Thank you so much for uh, having me on today. Well, thanks so much for uh, contacting me and, and talking about the, the Calm Academy. And I have a feeling that, that, you know, a lot of people aren't really familiar with this, unless, of course, you're out in the Pacific Northwest because it's been an in-person thing. And now you had some choices to make and you've got a a chance to go online and and that opens up the doors for a lot of other things so so tell us a little bit about the academy uh what would normally happen i guess um and and what happens and and why yeah so uh com academy um this is our our 20th year, but uh, first year online. And um, so from its inception and up through, uh, uh, you know, last year, it was a uh, an, uh, in-person event uh, in the Seattle area. And um, it was uh, like it like it is uh, this year, two days of workshops and uh, presentations and training and so forth. Um, but, you know, uh, up until now, it was a literal kind of classroom environment. Folks would show up and uh, um, receive this training in person, and we didn't have any kind of a streaming or online component. So when uh, the pandemic, uh, of course, pushed us away from being able to do anything in person, um, we realized there was this opportunity to make lemonade out of the lemons and uh, put Com Academy online and make it a virtual conference. And not only will the people who um, who have shown up to the uh, Com Academy for years be able to still join, but of course now we have the opportunity to open this up to a nationwide or even a worldwide audience. So um, we are really excited about that. And I can tell you that uh, – for Com Academies in the future, it'll never be the same in, in a very good way that uh, once we are able to do Com Academy in person again, we will also have a uh, an online component so that people can uh, can join from wherever they might be. So um, we really feel like there was a silver lining to the disappointment of not being able to meet in person. And so it will be uh, uh, an opportunity for anybody anywhere that's got an interest in uh, emergency communications and uh, preparation around uh, various kinds of emergencies to participate, get a lot of knowledge, uh, meet a lot of other folks, and uh, generally um, just get very steeped in uh, various aspects of kind of structured communications for a couple of days uh, in April this year. Well, necessity often (laughs) pushes us (laughs) to do new things. and. Uh, you know, this has been the year for it and, and we're just talking during the break, uh, you know, how much these, these virtual conferences and, and, um, zoom technology and all, and all these different webinar, uh, platforms and everything are just booming because, 
there, there's all this stuff going online when you can't do it otherwise. And, and so, you know, I, I, I think that's uh, a good thing here because I know a lot of times I, I struggle with finding good MCOM uh, material for the show. I know there's an interest in it. Uh, but I, but sometimes I struggle to find experts that, you know, can, can really relate when a lot of this is localized. And, and so everybody has their own specific criteria. Like if I, you know, if I tried to do something on weather spotting, well, you know, talking about, uh, tornadoes, you know, out in, you know, yeah, uh, like in the Seattle California, area, you know, you know yeah, or yeah, Seattle, or you know, yeah, yeah, it, it just it doesn't doesn't really make sense, and 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 even even different weather offices have different uh, call in criteria. So if you're weather spotting, you know, some people only want you know quarter size hail, where other people they they want to know pea size hail, and and so it, it's hard to to come up with something that that's that's you know worldwide or even nationwide um for that so this is giving an opportunity for a lot of this training that that's going on out in the pacific northwest to you know to expand and and go uh beyond those boundaries yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's funny, just as an aside, I'll tell you uh, something about that that puts um, what you just said about the different weather services and, and what constitutes a, an emergency in one place versus another. It's going on right now, as you and I are talking, there are a few snowflakes falling out of the sky here in Seattle, where, where I'm located. And uh, in large parts of the country, that would not be a big deal. And in Seattle, everybody's hair is is on fire because we don't get a ton of snow <laughs> and we've also got really steep hills. And so it, it becomes pretty exciting around here uh, when this occurs. Um, yeah. You know, tried getting somebody in Minnesota excited about a few flakes of snow falling out of the sky. It's not going to happen. Right. But, but you know, yeah, you, you are absolutely right. There is a need for, um, you know, for, for folks who are interested in MCOM to be able to, learn about the fundamentals and it can be very hit and miss as to where you can get that kind of training. And we are certainly hoping to help meet that need. And um, some of the presentations that we'll have for uh, Khan Academy 21 uh, use as the basis of them um, something that is somewhat local, like here in the, in the Pacific Northwest, you know, the biggest thing that we're always thinking about for MCOM drills and whatnot is a big earthquake. We have the Cascadia subduction zone, which, uh, when it goes off, which statistically it does about every 300 years, that's a pretty big deal. And, uh, guess when the last time was that it went off 1700. <laughs> so, you know, do the yeah. math. We're mm -hmm. pretty excited about that around here, but preparation for an earthquake, um, is in some ways very similar from a communications point of view to what you would have to do if you're in an area that's going to be affected by severe weather, um, things like that, uh, where we are imagining scenarios where the conventional communication infrastructure isn't available and folks who are good at not just radio technology, but structured communications and interfacing with served agencies and things like that becomes so important. And so that is universal in a sense, right? So, so you can take 
what we're going to talk about in, in one of the presentations at Com Academy this year, where we uh, we talk about the Cascadia subduction zone earthquake idea. Um, and you can apply that to any disaster that has the same net effect on uh, communications infrastructure and then look at some of the options for how to deal with that. Yeah, and here it's the New Madrid Fault. I've always lived like right on the New Madrid Fault, and it's mm-hmm. kind of the same thing. The, the clock is ticking, and and everybody keeps saying, you know, this thing's going to hit, and and it just doesn't. But eventually, yep. it will. And that's right. And, and you know, the, that's something that that does you know cross over. But like you said, the fundamentals are there. The criteria might be a little different because different people want different things and, and how, uh, it's, um, you know, when it's reported and the method of reporting, but the, the basic fundamentals are, are the same. You, you've got some kind of a, of a command structure that needs to be followed and, and, you know, self-deploying is, you know, always you know a bad idea uh and you know there are things like that 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 you know can be um put together independent of the criteria and then you apply that criteria to the local stuff so uh let's talk a little bit about what what are a a couple of the the workshops that that you'll have here at uh, com academy online this year yeah, let's let's go into that. And um, by way of introducing that, I will mention Neil one of the trends that uh, that I think we should all, as hams, especially hams that have an interest in MCOM, be thinking about, which is um, when we imagine the disruptions to the communications infrastructure. It's likely to be kind of different from, you know, like when I first became a ham in the 90s where we would imagine, holy smokes, like everything is going to be off. It is going to be dead. The Internet, Internet infrastructure, digital infrastructure that we've got is incredibly resilient. And there's a likelihood that no matter how big the disaster is, if it's a natural disaster, probably some uh, of that infrastructure is still going to be up and working. However, having said that, the kinds of there are going to be gaps and holes and the kinds of skills that we need to bring to bear are going to be different, but still incredibly valuable. So, so here's an example. So one of the um, presentations is going to be um, by a uh, ham named Randy Niels, W3RWN. And he was part of a group that went uh, down to Oregon after a wildfire they had called the Holiday Farm Fire. The fire cut off communications infrastructure to um, some communities, and uh, one of these communities that was quite remote um, had all of its uh, had the fiber optic cable and, and a bunch of um, switching and so forth that uh, uh, as well as a cell site that served them, all of that destroyed in the fire. Randy and these other uh, folks that he'll be talking about in his presentation uh, created a, a group that they called Oregon Internet Response, and they went down and put up communications infrastructure, uh, emergency-based uh, emergency internet access for the folks there, and so the know-how that was required to do that response had absolutely as much to do with being good with TCP/IP networking, uh, you know, routing, switching, stuff like that 
as it did with ham radio itself. But it was hams that were uh, the majority of the folks that were part of Oregon Internet Response. And so it was this recognition that the spirit of ham radio in helping restore communications where they're cut off married to the realities of what kind of technical know-how you're going to have to bring to that kind of response. Um, it was beautifully done. They got the community back online, up and running. Um, they had a center in the middle of the little town that was affected where there was there were big signs that said emergency internet access and, and folks could get there and connect to that Wi-Fi hotspot and, and get out to the world. So that's one example. Um, and I'll, I'll pause there, but uh, anyway, it's, it really makes you think about what needs to be in your toolkit and for, as far as skills go for being able to um, step in and help in, uh, in various kinds of emergencies. Well, that, that's a, a cool uh, topic. And, and maybe let's, if you've got one more, let's hit one more here uh, of something that uh, people can expect to hear. Yeah. So uh, let's see. There is, um, we're going to have a, uh, you mentioned, I'm, I'm going to talk about something that you touched on a second ago too, where um, so many of the um, the events that we have to respond to um, have a command structure uh, associated with them. So uh, Tom, V-E-6-T-O-X, is going to give a presentation called The Importance of ICS in Addressing the Big Ones. Um, and, you know, a lot of folks listening, especially if they have an interest in MCOM, probably are familiar with ICS, the Incident Command uh, System, which is something that um, the National Institute uh, incident management system uh, created, and that's uh, connected to FEMA. It's a, um, it's a system, uh, a command structure that is consistent and replicated across different uh, types of agencies that allows for a very structured way um, for folks to interact. Different, um, different capacities and different disciplines have a, a set of ways that they interact with each other. This is highly applicable to the kinds of situations that hams are going to be asked to step into if there's a major disaster. So there's an example of a presentation at Com Academy that's not very technical in nature, but is extremely important as far as how we can fit in and and kind of smoothly become part of the process. I like it. Very good. All right. Well, we're going to we're going to take a break here in just a minute, but uh let's tell people how they can attend, how much this is going to cost and where people can find more information about Calm Academy. Oh, so you mean I get to talk about my favorite part of it, uh the yes. price tag. Calm Academy is free doesn't cost you a penny. Um, and you can find out uh, all about it and uh, pre-register. We're taking pre-registration now. Comacademy.org. Um, if you're on social media, we're at ComacademyConf, uh, Charlie Oscar, November Foxtrot at the end for conference, ComacademyConf. Um, but I definitely encourage folks to come to the website, Comacademy.org, to find out more about what we're talking about here and, uh, importantly, to pre-register. Pre-registering gets you on an email list where we will send you updates um, and uh, let you know when the actual uh, registration on the platform itself is up and running so that 
you can uh, get booked in. We don't have any particular uh, limit on our capacity, which is one of the coolest things about Com Academy this year. But ComAcademy.org, that's where you find out all the info. Okay, well, very good. And then what will people need to, to connect? Is it is it a Zoom platform or is it a similar uh, we, platform? How are you doing that? Yeah, you, you know what? All you'll need is a browser and an internet connection. Um, it'll all be, you know, there will be links uh, sent. And so we're using a platform, but you don't have to have any platform installed. You will just need a browser and internet. Okay, very good. Well, simple enough to attend, and the price is right. It's free, so check them out at Com Academy, and that's two M's, by the way, C-O-M-M Academy uh, dot org. All right, well, we'll come back. We'll talk with Tim. We'll take your phone calls uh, and your tweets and comments and uh, talk a little more about Com Academy right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. Thanks for choosing Tower Electronics. How may we help you today? We have PL259s. We have in connectors. We have SMA adapters. We have BNC adapters. What can I show you today? Where's the tower? Well, we don't actually have a tower with us, but we have all kinds of things you can use with a tower. We have power poles, antennas, soldering irons and meters. Where's the tower? (laughs) Ma'am, that's the name of our company. We can't haul towers to all the ham fests across the country that we visit, but we have almost every connector and adapter you would need to connect your antenna that's on your tower. I don't think there's a tower back there. I really don't. Tower Electronics. Visit us at a ham fest near you or call 920-435-2973 or see our whole catalog at bl-259.com. Sorry, one thing we don't have is a tower. Join the conversation. Give us a call at 859-982-7373. Again, the number to call is 859-982-7373. Or, if you'd rather type than talk, tweet us at Ham Talk Live. Now, here's Neil Rapp with more Ham Talk Live. Oh, yeah. You're talking ham radio, baby. You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Thanks to Tower Electronics. For sponsoring the show again tonight, they help bring you Ham Talk Live each and every week. Uh, their Ham Fest schedule coming up, Brooksville, Florida on February 20th, and Dalton, Georgia on February 27th. But if you can't make it to one of those, you can visit them online at pl-259.com. You can find Ham Talk Live at hamtalklive.com every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And normally at this time, we'd have the Ham Radio Joke of the Week. But since Valentine's Day is coming up this week, uh, Rick decided to send us something a little extra special. So let's see what, uh, let's just see what he sent us this week. 
I've been a ham for over 35 years, and I can tell you, we are not the most socially adept group of people there are, especially when it comes to finding a spouse. So I've put together a few pickup lines for ham radio operators. Feel free to use these. Number one, hey baby, I think we're on the same wavelength. Hey, what's your call sign? What's a nice girl like you doing on 75 meters? You put a glow in my tubes. Hey, baby, you cut right through the QRM. Let's have our own private field day. And my personal favorite, you put the fox in fox hunt. This has been the Ham Talk Live, Ham Radio Joke of the Week with Rick Guerin in 9GSU. Tune in again next week for another joke from Rick. Oh, my goodness. He's done it again. <laughs> oh, that was just a beautiful thing. <laughs> was that not a beautiful thing? And, and, and I, I, I like you put the fox in fox hunt, but, but my favorite. I always love 75 meter jokes. I'm always telling 75 <laughs> meter jokes. So I love the, what's a nice girl like you doing on 75 meters? Yeah, oh, you know, this doesn't it. help for, uh, for a variety of points of view here, but that was the one I was going to name too, man. That was great. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that one before. I, I, I'm always telling 75 meter jokes, but, or, or 7,200 jokes, but I guess that's not a thing now. I, I don't know. Well, anyway. Who knows? Who, you know, well, don't don't make any mistake. We all love 75 meters. Yes, exactly. It's just, you know, you, you, you get a variety on there. Everything from, you, do. you know, from politics to religion to colonoscopies. So. And once there in a while, go. they talk about ham radio, too. And, yeah, and, and ham radio. You never know. Well, it's time for your phone calls right now. So give us a call. The number is 859-982-7373. Now is the time to call. If you have a question for Tim, it's 859-982-7373. Or you can tweet us. It's at HamTalkLive. And if you're listening to us on WTWW or on the podcast edition, uh, we're, not, we're not here anymore. It's uh, Thursday evening uh, as we're doing this and, and looks like, uh, looks like we're getting some, some messages here on Twitter. So I will check those here in just a moment. But, um, I, I was digging around doing some research and I saw that you had planned a three day event with some things called master classes. And I thought I'd, I'd give you a chance to kind of talk about that a little bit. And, and I know, uh, you know, you're disappointed in, in not being able to offer those, but is that on the plans for, for next year? Yeah, we certainly uh, plan to come back to um, something closer to what we used to do, uh, but as I said, augmented by an, uh, an online capacity as well. But yeah, you know, the, the, the idea here is that we want as much as possible. There's, there's no substitute for having the give and take of a live classroom type environment. And uh, the way that we're going to do uh, Com Academy 21 is the presentations um, by the speakers are going to be pre-recorded, but 
uh, and then we'll play them during the time slots uh, of the uh, April 10th and 11th. Um, but during that time, those presenters are going to be live on the platform for Q&A and interaction and, and like that. So in that sense, it's kind of the best of, of both worlds because, you know, when was the time that you ever got to uh, talk to a speaker while they were speaking, uh, <laughs> right, on the uh, on the stage, so to speak? So uh, there will be uh, interactivity, but that's not the same as being able to do a kind of a, uh, almost more hands-on workshop. And so we'll come back to that uh, hopefully next year once we're back to being able to uh, be in person again. But um, we uh, so that has been part of Com Academy in the past. It will be part of uh, Com Academy future. Um, in the meantime, you know there will be uh, like I say, if you see something during a presentation, you have a question, you wonder uh, um, about some specifics or where to get more learning about that particular thing or whatnot. You will be able to interact with the presenter uh, through our platform and, and get that information. All right. Well, that sound sounds good. Well, we're getting some messages in here, but uh, if you want to give us a phone call, you can do that right now at 859-982-7373. Dr. Scott Wright, K0MD, got on the pickup lines bandwagon, apparently. Uh, what's a nice lady like you doing with a walkshawn? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and he says, more 75-meter jokes, please. So uh, He also says, make sure that, that people realize that this is Calm Academy, not Con Academy, which my yeah, students that's a whole are different thing. all the time. That's a whole different <laughs> thing. Uh, Con Academy has all kinds of good, good science and math stuff, uh, but this is Calm, C-O-M-M Academy, not K-A-H-N. So there we go. And yes, you know, it's funny that uh, yep. we used to have uh, the official name was Communications Academy, but everybody just called it Com Academy. So we thought, well, let's just make the official name the same thing that everybody calls it. Exactly. And if it were if it were in science, we'd make it an acronym. There, there's yeah, even an acronym true. for acronyms like TLA is an acronym for three letter acronym. The meta acronym. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we always we always turn everything into acronyms in science. Uh, let's see, Chris A four C B is with us again tonight and says, "Yay, Brooksville Hamfest!" So that's good. That's down in his area. And Mike Braun KB eight Z Y E is with us from over near Cincinnati. So thank you, Mike, for tuning in and commenting tonight. Says it's an interesting topic. Uh, so uh, Mike does uh, all the. Uh, the QSLing and logging over at the uh, Voice of America Museum. So thanks for tuning in, Mike. And uh, if you have a question for Tim, give us a call, 859-982-7373, or you can tweet at HamTalkLive or um, on the comments. Uh, send us one, and we'll, we'll get that um, question answered. So... Um, Another thing that I noticed in doing some of the uh, the research here for the show tonight is uh, you, you've got an extensive archive on the website. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, what you can find there in the archives um, for uh, some stuff. Maybe you can go you can go look at if 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 you can't wait until 
you know, the new stuff comes out, you can check out some of the old stuff. Yeah, that's right. You know, uh, gee, we should have thought about having a quiz on the previous uh, uh, 20 years worth of material for folks that are coming in this year. But no, it's true. If you come to the website, comacademy.org, uh, there is a menu there that will take you to the archives. And we have archived presentations from uh, Com Academy's previous going back to uh, 2001. So if there's a particular topic around emergency communications that you are interested in and um, want to find information about it, there's a really good chance that somewhere in those 20 years of archives, you can find that particular topic. So um, I definitely encourage folks to go and check that out, all absolutely free, uh, available to anybody. So, um, you know, the uh, the the concept with uh, Com Academy is very similar to the spirit of open source. We uh, this is not uh, protected private information. We our whole point here is that we want to make um, information about best practices and technical stuff and whatnot available to as many folks as as want it and can. So yeah, that's why our archives are are 100 open and available. Very good. Well, let's make one last. Uh opportunity here for a phone call it's 859-982-7373 we're uh, going to close down here momentarily so give us a call if you've uh, been waiting to do that do that right now 859-982-7373 uh when it comes to i'm, I'm going going off the script here for a minute uh when it comes to uh safety when, when it comes to keeping your responders safe what what are the the big things that that are going to be addressed about uh about that at the academy or has been addressed in previous years yeah you know that's a really good point. Um, as you mentioned in the intro, uh, part of what I do in my uh, volunteer time is work with Seattle ACS, Seattle Auxiliary Communication Service, which is um, a type of uh, organization that probably a lot of your listeners are also part of in their local areas if they're interested in MCOM. And one of the points that Seattle ACS makes uh, for all of our membership um, regularly is that uh, personal and organizational safety is key. You can't be of much help in an uh, emergency communication setting if you yourself are compromised in one way or another. So um, some of the briefings at uh, Com Academy, some of the presentations, um, past and present, have to do with with personal safety and preparedness and, you know, what you should um be uh, prepared to deal with whether those are things like what your go kit should include, not just your radio go kit, but your personal go kit with medical gear and, and water and food supplies and stuff like that for yourself and your family. Um, and uh, whether it's that or um, pre presentations about hazards like winter driving and, and that sort of thing. Um, 
you, in order to be effective in helping out the agencies that you are uh, dedicated to serving as a volunteer, you have to be uh, squared away personally and your family has to be taken care of. Everybody's family comes first, right? But uh, once those things are, are squared away and we have a lot of information in the archives um, on, on some of those topics, um, then you are in a position to be able to really help um, with whatever response is called for. Yeah, you really have to, you know, make sure things are okay first before you, you know, you you go out and ask to be uh, deployed somewhere because, you know, the last thing you want to happen is is be out somewhere and then all of a sudden you have to go back and you know, abandon your, your spot and, and go back and take care of something that's uh, more pressing at home. And, and so exactly. it's always, uh, always a good idea to make sure that things are, are good to go before you go. Yeah, I mean, we people who are so interested in radios and technical stuff and everything, it's easy for us to lose sight of, you know, we can have our, our go kit with radios all figured out and sorted and we got our power poles and we got our solar and we got all the radios ready to rock. And uh, if we wind up on a deployment and we don't have any water with us, <laughs> we're going to have a problem, right? So uh, it, we have to remind ourselves sometimes as enamored as we are of the technology that we use, that there are other aspects to this preparedness that might not be quite as fun, but that we got to absolutely have uh, covered. I was in a, a club meeting here uh, at the uh, Southern Indiana Amateur Radio Association, and, and they were talking about these life straws. And I, I had never heard of this as a, as a chemistry teacher. I thought I'd have heard of one of those. But, but you know, just something like that that, you know, can, can purify the water, you know, if you need to. That's a good, good thing to have around. And so I'm sure you have a lot of, of hints and tricks like that that uh, um, – will be presented and and people need to check that out so again remind everybody when this is where it is and how they can attend yeah absolutely so uh um we certainly encourage everybody that even thinks you might be slightly interested in this topic to come to com academy april 10th and 11th of this year um and you can find out everything you need to know about com academy online com academy that is charlie oscar mike mike academy.org um and uh you can sign up there you can uh, find out we're gonna if our schedule of speakers isn't up right now it will be very soon um and uh yeah, that's that's really all you need to know. If you have that URL, you can get all the rest of the information. But uh, April 10th and 11th, uh, put it on the calendar. All right, very good. Well, Tim, thank you so much for all the work that you do on this, and thank you for coming on the show and uh, promoting this and, and giving a chance for uh, everyone to attend the Calm Academy 2021. And, you know, it, 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 it could turn into a, a more permanent thing again necessity you know <laughs> it it drives that's things right. and, and that's so right. uh we may may be looking at, at more to come so we'll we'll be interested to see how that goes but thanks for coming on talking about everything and and hope it goes well well thank you neil it's been a blast and uh, uh absolutely uh, thrilled that you uh, invited me to be on and uh, hope to see lots and lots of folks for com academy this year all right, we'll check those out and uh, 
I'm sure Tim can answer questions too. It's a Whiskey Tango One India Mike, and uh, you can you can find him. I know uh, at uh, qrz.com. So uh, if you have questions, uh, go to comacademy.com org or uh, get a hold of tim and uh, they'll help you out so that is a wrap for this week's edition of ham talk live thanks to my guest tim helming wt1 im and everybody out there in cyberspace for listening and typing in tonight and i invite you back next thursday night 9 p.m eastern time and for a list of our upcoming guests visit hamtalklive.com and in the month of february we're doing a t-shirt giveaway uh, if you like the show please leave us a review on itunes or wherever you listen but um, on itunes we're giving out some free t-shirts uh, to reviews that are posted in the month of february um, so what you do is you go to uh, apple's podcast app on your mobile device or itunes on your computer search for ham talk live click on the logo and then scroll down to the bottom there's a thing there that says write a review and and just leave a review in there and make sure you leave your call sign in there so I can uh, get a hold of you if you win one of the t-shirts. And that just helps other people find the show faster if we can get some reviews on there. So uh, we're adding a little motivation there to to do that. All right. Well, we'll uh, wrap this up for tonight. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 73 Seven five, and may the good DX be yours.